I know about you. I'm not afraid to fly. I love flying, actually. But every time I do fly, I do think of Orville and Wilbur, the Wright brothers, because I, I have often thought as they were flying over, let's say we're flying to Vancouver and you're flying over the Rockies. It's so spectacular, the view. That's the one time I absolutely have to get a window seat is on that particular flight. That is great in-flight viewing for me. But I've often thought of these guys, what would they think of now when they see the fact that, you know, 200 people are flying over the Canadian Rockies on their way to Vancouver and they can do it in an hour and a half. It would be just mind, mind-numbing for them. Then you take a look at all the technology on the inside of the plane and, uh, hey, the in-flight entertainment is is out of this world and it continues to advance so uh, today we're chatting with visiting researcher the at the center for the socially engaged theater at the university of regina it's uh, dr usulo john is joining us on the show how are you uh, usulo sorry john and uh thanks for being with us on the program today uh, all right thank you is this Here's not my... is this not crazy the in-flight stuff is uh, is out of this world is it not Yes, um, I think it's just one of the technological advancements that, uh, of course, as humans, we keep evolving every day. And as we keep evolving, so we keep trying what is possible with what we have. And uh, considering the fact that you are flying thousands of uh, feet above sea level, you, you want to make it as comfortable as possible. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I know. Thinking about the history. And it just keeps improving, too. Yeah, sure. The the only area where there's not been improvement is in the food, but I'm sure they'll figure that out. <laughs> yes, I I think there are a lot of factors when you consider that the weight of what the aircraft can carry, uh, the availability of different choices, and so many other factors. But I, I agree with you that, of course, if the food can reflect the culture of the people, most likely people will appreciate it more. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the the fact that digital content is uh, surging, we we all know that has also changed the way things have come along. Uh, everybody seems to like their own tech toys. Uh, from the from what I've been reading in the article, and I loved it by the way. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, I love I love the fact that you can flight track. You can see exactly where your plane is going. But it's just amazing to me how we've come so far in such a small span of time. Uh, are you surprised by all of that? And then it's excited to look ahead to the future, too. Well, uh, I'll say yes uh, and no. When you consider the, the pace at which, at which technology is changing, mm-hmm. you see that this thing didn't just evolve overnight. In your intro, intro you mentioned the fact that the Wright brothers uh, started this experiment. Yeah, it took almost two decades afterwards before we have an invention like in-flight entertainment. Yeah, all right, twenty years is quite a number of years. With the way things are changing, uh, five years is long enough to change the face of everything. Now we are talking about virtual reality and so many other things. Uh, in the next three years, four years, five years, it, it will look as though. 2023 was in night in the 90s <laughs> with the way things are evolving. So I, I think, uh, yes, I would say yes and no. Uh, with the way technological advancement is happening on a daily basis, uh, I would say it's not surprising. But when you also look at the history of uh, aircraft itself, of course, it's an amazing advancement. Well, I happen to notice that American, United, and Alaska Air down in the U.S. have removed their seatback screens. 
that tells me that they've kind of given up on that portion of in-flight services because everybody's got their own iPads and laptops. Okay, so there, there are reasons for that. Okay. And uh, because, because of the weight of the screen, it contributes to the weight of the aircraft. Before an aircraft takes off, you want to consider everything that will be on board. There is a maximum takeoff an aircraft needs to be able to, to fly. Right. Uh, if you remove all the back seats, then you have, you know, and you replace them with iPad, it's lighter. iPads are lighter, and then you have more room maybe to take more passengers or luggages. All right, that's on the one side. On the other hand, you want to consider the cost of replacing the back seat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to consider the cost. How do you recoup the money if you are making such investment? All of these factors are, are, are embedded. So that may just be an experiment that they're trying to see how visible it is. At the end of the day, someone gets to pay for it, not just the airline. Is either the passengers or some other people. That, that is it. So that may be the future. I agree. That will be the future, but maybe not in the immediate. Well, the best part is that they're going to pass the savings along to me, right? <laughs> I'm glad that you know that. <laughs> well, the other thing, you too. I, you and I. Uh, the other yeah. thing I noticed, too, and you just pointed out improved fuel costs, but this allows them to install slimmer seats. That way they can get more people onto some of these cattle cars as well, right? Great. So basically, if permit me to say, it's not primarily about the passenger. It's about the airline owner, it's about the investors, it's about the, the advertisers, it's about the business owners. We are just, you know, a fraction of the decision they have to make. But first, it's about maximizing profit. Are you suggesting that we are freight? <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't said that. You just—I just, no, I just that. said that. Yes, I'm not, I don't want to. I'm not putting you in that one. You're absolutely right. Uh, the the other thing too is online streaming and the internet access. That's a huge thing. But I do have an app on my phone and on my uh, my laptop and also my iPad so that I can bring everything in. But once again, there's uh, there's the high expectation from I guess the consumer about speed and costs and that type of thing. But it seems like people are prepared to live with that. Do you find that? Yes, um, I think for now, because of the cost attached to it, the model the, the model is not yet clear. You still have to pay to browse the internet while you're on board. Yeah. So it isn't free. And for some, parting with that money means something else. So in the immediate, and that was how in-flight entertainment evolved, okay? So the people had to pay until the, the cost can be factored into the air ticket, right? FA, possibly for now, it's still going to be for the exclusive few. So, yes, people will want to browse when they are on board. But the problem of choice is also there. Sometimes there are too many things calling for your attention. So what we get to see in, in the box of the television is a selection of certain things. So you, you are bound to choose one of them. With time, maybe in the next few years, we might get there where we can do online streaming and then you can access your own content. But I don't think that we take away completely the power of the airline to suggest to you what they think you should watch. Because, of course, there are also rules guiding uh, the use of in-flight entertainment, by the way. Yeah, and it's, I, in fact, I just read a story about this in the last couple of days where 
There was the movie, and I cannot remember the name of the movie, with Denzel Washington, where he's flying the plane and he goes upside down. Oh, I remember. And, I remember. <laughs> and somebody uh, was watching that in uh, on their iPad, and a few people around them had complained because they maybe weren't good flyers, and the attendant had to come and tell them, could you maybe turn the channel or find a different movie you're making people uncomfortable watching this but hey listen it's up to the public to basically control themselves as to what they watch on it but we're now in a situation where you can do that it's amazing to me i don't know about you yes it is uh prior to now before you could come in with uh, some of the movies there were regulations around the content on board okay anything that causes agitation fear uh, uh, where people accident, shedding of blood, bomb explosion, certain things were not permitted formally. Okay, so you could watch a movie on your TV screen in your house. When you get on board, you see the same movie. It has been redacted, re-edited to suit there because you couldn't have been up there. Instead of you to be comfortable, you are seeing things like bomb explosion, you are seeing uh, plane crash. It, it gives you fear. And in the first place, they don't want you to be afraid. They wanted to give you a feeling that you're in your house. Yeah. So, you know, so those are part of the things. I'm sure with time, the regulation will catch up with the airlines. They will, it's just like you said, they had to tell the passenger to change the, the because others are not comfortable. There was a reason why it was not allowed in the first place. Well, I've come a long way. Thanks for your time today. I hope they keep working on the food. Try to make thanks that part so a little much. bit better. But uh, thanks for your time and say hi to everybody at the University of Regina for us, okay? Thank you, Brian. All right, there you go. There you go. Right. Dr. Usola John joining us from the University of Regina talking about uh, how far we've come in flight entertainment, that kind of stuff. I think it's, uh, I think it's just wild, the direction we're going.